0: Hard Home Communities most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelley Hoffman. Hey everybody. Today I have the pleasure of having Bob Jarossi on uh, on screen with me. I used to talk to everybody in person, right, Bob? But now it's all got
1: there's a little level of convenience though with zoom i know we're not all supposed to admit that but there is some convenience to it
0: (laughs) absolutely so so the reason that you're talking with me today is you had written an article uh and i know it was in the messenger and it's probably something that you've talked about you know with people in our community a ton but it's basically you know baldwin'sville to me i tell everybody is a super special place um you know, when I lived in Radisson, the Radisson community, you'd turn out a Radisson, go left, and you had Wegmans and Kohl's and Target. And then you turn right and you just had this village. Um, you know, I, I use the term Mayberry, although I recognize people I talk to don't always know who Mayberry is anymore. No, I
1: know. It's, it's a term that, that it's like you have to check that you even know what who Andy Griffith was.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, but anyway, what prompted you to, to write the the article that was in The Messenger?
1: Well, a couple of things. Um and it's it's interesting. That's a great question because, like, why why does anybody think the way they do? You know, I'm on the town board, and so uh, and also a resident of the town of Lysander. And what we've all seen, if you've lived here long enough, is that development is happening all around us. And you know, before I go any further, there's nothing wrong with development. You know, I think the question is, can you do you do with? Is there a better way, or are there better ways to do development than not? And so. Um, And Lysander, and when we say Baldwinsville, you have to include Van Buren and Lysander. When you say that, it's I think, and I think you would agree, it's unique. I mean, like what you just said, you turn left and you hit this, you know, this majorly developed area and then you turn or you go into the village and even further west on 370. um, It's a delightful mix of housing. Farms, open space, and all of that, and you know, one of the things I think you and I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but I think one of the things people often do is we take things for granted. We don't think we oh yeah, that's where I live. It just it's it is what it is. Well, you know what? Uh, without picking on our neighbors like Clay and Cicero, they were like that too. And they're not like that anymore. And um, and those were ch- those were choices that those community leaders made. That when you drive along the Route 31 corridor, not only do you see all the stores that are there that we all benefit from, right? Um, but you also see these housing developments that have been built with not a lot of imagination and and uh, not a lot of um, care in terms of protecting the natural landscape. So you know i'm seeing that the town of lysander is coming under increasing pressure uh, for development because it's a beautiful area and unlike i don't i think you know t- places like pompey and tully and and uh, lafayette they're wonderful places but you have to drive a long time to get anywhere whereas living here you're right on 690 you you can be downtown syracuse in 12 minutes um, and or and all those those shopping areas to the east of us so um, so that's, that's one of the motivations. And I'm talking a lot here. But one of the other things about me is I'm, I'm an outdoors person. I went to the College of Environmental Science and Forestry. I love nature. Um, I love the outdoors. And th- you may find that funny, Shelley, because I grew up in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> but maybe that's why you like the outdoors, right? It
1: could be. It? Uh, it's interesting. I, I always had a bow and arrow in my hands or, or uh, you know, a, a pretending to go hunting and stuff like that, where there's not too many areas in Brooklyn that you can do that. But who knows? Uh, you know, my grandfather was a great lover of the outdoors, and I certainly loved how to garden, uh, learned how to garden from him. Um, and, I'll you know, always treasure that um, that heritage. But, yeah, who knows?
0: Well, you know, I just want to you had talked about, you know, Lafayette, Tully and and their drives. So as and you may or may not know this, Bob, and other people might not, but I've only been here since about 2011. Okay. so I've only seen Baldwinsville as Baldwinsville is now. And I've watched like Angry Garlic and different businesses come in and and make changes. But even those are just they have that small town feel, right? Like, um, but when I talk to people like Cindy Clark or, you know, residents that grew up here, and I talk to people that I meet through my um, my other career, I guess you could say there was a time where Baldwinsville was seen kind of like, am I wrong? Like Lafayette and stuff like they're like, oh, you live all the way in Baldwinsville because they didn't see it as the way that I view it now. And again, I, I wasn't here. So I don't know. I'm just asking you. you
1: know, I, I think you're right. And it's it's an interesting um thing to consider that because you, and that's, this there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but you wonder why, because, uh, and without belaboring the point, um, Baldwinsville is more accessible, um, you know, even Route 81 and Route 481, um, as opposed to some of the southern town, the towns in the southern part of Onondaga County. And so in, in that sense, um, maybe we have been protected in a way because we've got to experience and, and make it part of our psyche or part of our our character that we really do appreciate, you know, walking on Genesee street in front of the library and waving to a neighbor. I mean, where else can you do, you mentioned Mayberry. I mean, the word that I hate to use, but it, it really describes it is anachronistic, you know, where, um, or uh, that we're we're kind of, we kind of preserved an element of, of, of history that's here in the present. And um, I don't want to lose that. And, and I think part of that is the, the natural, landscape, green space, ambiance that we have here. And, we're, and and the heart of this conversation, I hope, goes towards, you know, what about development? You know, is there a better, is there a good way to do it? Is there a wrong way to do it? And, you know, having s- just as the outset here, there's no right or wrong way, Shelly, but there may be better approaches.
0: Well, and, and I think that, you know, we're touching on a little bit of a subject that is definitely opinion driven, you know? Um, but well, you know, I, I don't
1: want to cut you off, but yes, it is opinion-driven. But it also ought to be fact-driven when it comes to the financial obligations right. that will be incurred by one a community when you do such and such, and that is key. That's no, that's not opinion. That's right. fact. And we're in so many towns have ignored that aspect of development.
0: So, and that's kind of what I was getting at. Is it, it's almost like you got to get past the feelings of it. And look at the functionality of it and what's it going to do. Yep.
1: Because
0: because you're right. To your point of waving, uh, just a quick funny story is most people that know me know I have a really close relationship with the Delias, who are the owners of Pizza Man.
1: Sure. Did I
0: not get a text from one of those Delias last night asking me how Gina and Joe's pizza was? Because... <laughs> because I have cute. an order from Gina and Jess, And I mean, it's fun and it's all, you know, wasn't meant in malicious way or anything, but we're small and, and people have a tendency to look out for each other and, and be a part of each other's lives. So, you know, I'm obviously all for development, but I'm with you, the, the the pros and the cons of it and, you know, what makes sense. So how do you determine that or can you so even go down that road? Let's,
1: without boring your, your viewers, uh, see if we can do a thumbnail uh, sketch of what, how it all works. Um, In most communities, in fact, I think in the vast majority of communities, you've got something called R40. Well, what does that mean? R R is residential and 40 stands for 40,000 square feet, which is just a a, a few thousand. just under an acre. So most developers come in and say, I'm going to do a housing development uh, on one acre lots. And that's beautiful, right? You know, big, beautiful homes on one acre lots. I'm going to do uh, the builders, the developers are going to say, I'm going to do all the infrastructure. I'm going to build the roads. I'm going to build the sewers. I'm going to build, bring in the water lines, the electricity, all of that. And when I'm done, um, the town, I will be, I will gladly give all of that to the town, whatever the town may be. Um, not just Lysander, and and then it's yours after that. And you and, and isn't that wonderful? You've got all those new houses paying taxes, uh, both school and and the and the town and county taxes, and everybody's a winner, right? And um, two things have happened with the, in, in in that equation. One, um, whether whether you think it's bad or good, you've lost whatever green space that those houses have been put on, and that may be. Oh, that's the price of just living in the 21st century. But the second thing, and this is where um, I where I interrupted you before I talk about the, the fact-based analysis in terms of the finances. Well, if you do the analysis, um, like other folks have done, there's a, there's a group called Strong Towns. It's a not-for-profit group that has done this. And in fact, they've come up with a concept called the Ponzi scheme of development. We know what a Ponzi scheme is. And guess what? Um, On housing developments on one-acre lots in a typically taxed municipality, and Lysander um, is even better than typically taxed. We are the lowest tax rate town in Onondaga County. But those housing, that new housing development will never produce enough taxes, will never produce enough taxes to pay for all of the infrastructure maintenance needs in the future. So when we accept those roads um we're accepting from day one we we've got to now plow those roads we've got to oil and stone them we've got to pay we've got to fix the potholes we've got to fix the broken water pipe the, the water mains um and then worse than that and but it's normal but in at about the year 15 16 18 somewhere around there you've got to rebuild that road and we're, now we're talking millions of dollars so just do the math and the math doesn't work and say oh my god then what do we do well there's there are solutions and and one of the ones that i'm really proud of is this development that was it's called Collington Point, and it's the first one we did this with um, a, a developer there um you shelly you own let's say you own 100 acres right it's this is america it's real land you do what you want with it you can build 100 houses with with r40 and what we say is you know what shelly let's have you build those 100 houses what what if you thought about building those houses on Less than one-acre lots, perhaps half-acre lots, right? And th- if you do the math with that, guess what? It works ad infinitum. Um, somewhere around a half-acre road, the, the amount of road frontage in front of a house on a half-acre, that house, if it's paying typical taxes, will be able to pay for that, that road and other infrastructure forever, you know, infinitum, into the future. But anything bigger than half-acre, uh, you can't do that. And, and Shelley, don't be greedy. Even though you're going to build your, your 100 houses on 50 acres, don't say, well, I'll build 200 houses on my 100 acres. <laughs> and, that's, and what we're saying is, in addition to the, 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 the tax liability, what about preserving green space? And so what we worked with this developer and we said, you know what? You got your 80 acres, build your 80 homes. And I think it was like it ended up being 78 or 79 because there was just a little bit of an irregularity. It was not a big deal. Um, and he and he put them on half that property, and guess what? The other half of the property was put into a forever wild green space covenant, um, and and will that formula work in each and every time? Maybe not, but but var- variations of it can can be applied. And so, what does the community gain? It gains as as you're going along with development, you're getting to preserve some some acreage of green space. Oh, and by the way. The town is under no responsibility to own that green space. It can be owned by a homeowner's association. The developer can have it. The town can be given it, and then you can turn it into kind of like a three rivers thing where you, you, you know you own it, but you don't have to have any responsibility to, to mow the grass every, every other week. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, but the bottom line is that green space is preserved. So I think that that's kind of a, an intriguing concept. You solve the financial issues, and, you, and you're addressing I, this idea of protecting green space. And not just woods and trees and, and but farms too, you know. I don't want to lose our farms. I mean, we are. You know, how neat is it that we've got working farms in the town of Lysander, and 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 there. You know, I just picked apples last week. You know, in 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 July we picked blueberries. I mean, don't want to lose that. Yeah, yeah. But it's in
0: here in there's a whole, whole lot, lot, lot that we do. There's But there's a whole lot that we can do right in Baldwinsville itself, or within you know. Five-minute drive of Baldwinsville. Yeah. Uh, you don't do not have to go far. I tell people I'm guilty of uh, in Pittsburgh, where I'm from. We used to call it not crossing the bridge. You know, you didn't go anywhere else. You stayed where you are. And I said, I'm I'm not that person, but I'm becoming that person because I don't need to quote unquote cross the bridge. Everything that I want to do is is right around in here, and it's and it's great, and I love it. You know,
1: exactly. And you know, and and to that point, even though you have the choice of crossing the bridge or not here when you want to go grocery shopping besides tops or if you want to go to any of those other stores that's five minutes away and you know i i I not i don't want to i don't want this to to sound like i'm criticizing clay but i'm so glad clay did it because we don't have to do it now in terms of those you know the big the big shopping complexes but just drive a little bit further uh, on Route 31, and I, or even and, and on your way to Cicero, and you'll get an example of what I'm talking about on, in terms of this unimaginative housing development approach. And, you know, where you used to live um, is an exemplary, exemplary um, exa- it's a great example of doing it right. That's Radisson. Radisson, um, not that every community should look like Radisson, again, var- variability I think is the key to, 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 to having a community remain dynamic, but Radisson's lots are small, the houses are beautiful, the trees are preserved, that community will always pay for itself in terms of any infrastructure needs um, without having to raise taxes exorbitantly anywhere. And and um, and I, I want to make sure that we the, the viewers understand all we're talking about are new developments. If you want to build a house on ten acres, or five acres, or three acres on an existing road, that doesn't cost the town really anything. Um, and so this this is about just new developments. Um, and one of the things we're doing. Um, and it's not in the law, but we're, we're letting the word out. If a developer says, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to build my, my houses on one-acre lots because that's what everybody wants, our response to that developer should be, and it has been, fine, you keep the roads. We don't want them. Um, and because, and that's okay. And if the developers, okay, fine, I'll, I'll turn the road, the responsibility for the roads to, to a homeowners association or I will do it, we'll say, that's fine. That's that's your choice, you you own the land. But don't expect other taxpayers in the town of Lysander to pay for the upkeep of those roads if on paper, the math shows that your development will never pay for itself. And a lot, of, a lot of towns, and not just in central New York, but across America, Don't haven't thought like this. They look at those. Oh, my God, that's just great. All those new houses, all those new people. It's dynamic, all those new tax dollars. And, you know, I guess I could be accused of being a politician because I'm on the town board. But politicians don't think out 15 or 20 years they they think today and that may be very critical of me to have said that but i think it's true whereas what we really do need to think about the future we got to think about our kids and is this the town where our kids are going to want to stay And our and i've got now five you know two grandkids living here i got three in minetto and two here Uh, i don't want them to leave
0: you know to that point about the polit politician piece of it i think because i talked to the town supervisor of uh, Van Buren and Lysander, and I talked to the mayor, uh, people's views and how they look is, I mean, definitely talking to Bob with um, some of the development you're talking about, like I've heard of and, and what he does and Mary Francis. Sure. I think that, that it's there. It's just, we always say politics is more than just that one person and everybody's got to come oh, together. Yeah. Right. And, that, and I don't know the Van Buren board as well as I do the Lysander board, mm-hmm. but it seems like there is a lot of thought in what's happening for the future. How is this going to impact Later, which well, is that's, another that's
1: terrific. You of know, I'm may, glad to hear you say that, and and I, I want it to be cl- I want to be clear that this is not the Bob Gerasi way in any. This is this is fun discussion. You know, this yeah. this ought to be that kind of dynamic discussion that says, you know, yeah, but but Bob, you know, that what if we did it this way, and and, and that's how you get, you know, good stuff to come out at the at the very end, as opposed to this approach that says uh it's a cookie cutter let's do everything the same all same old way no that's boring
0: (laughs) well and 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 anybody that thinks that it's more than just like us talking about the beauty of baldwin's vault obviously no matter what type of development you know with me being in the real estate industry there's always impacts pros and cons to to everything so it's like you said have discussions about better ways of doing it what's the long term exactly
1: And, and you know what and it's not just even the immediate um like in this case, the town of Lysander. Uh, And I'm pleased about Onondaga County. Where where I'm going on this is that, so let's just say a housing development is proposed for this particular area of land, and it's obviously going to have water or sewers because that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about development out in the country where you need two acres to have a septic system and and a well. Um, But in communities where you have water and sewers, you know, you got to knock on Onondaga County's door and say, is it okay that we put 100 houses more worth of sewer, sewerage into your treatment plant and Onondaga County has every right in the world to say on behalf of all of us as citizens of the county hold on a second let's do some analysis and so you can't just assume that you know it's a it's a it's an infinite capacity for those types of things
0: yeah that's um and that and that's the the big picture right like we look i'm yeah. definitely you know i like looking i always tell everybody i live in my own little bubble of what's happening here but it's all connected. Brian May did a, uh, a conversation with me a couple of weeks ago where he said people contact him, but it's stuff he doesn't have control over. In that case, it's the state, you yes. know? So it's like knowing where the lines are, who has that final say. And sometimes it's not the towns, sometimes it's gonna be the county or even larger.
1: Well, and a good example of that without going into the detail is this govern- the, This state of New York is, is a high, uh, a, a big uh, advocate of alternative energy. So when it comes to, for example, solar energy farms, which can go in and you know take over a complete a, a, an area that was grown corn last year, we don't really have much say in that. Um, and so you you deal with it. Um, and the only thing I would suggest to all of us um, is when you're driving around bicycling around, walking around, you know, ask yourself, what do I like about here? what What is it that impresses me about this town? Um, and then when you leave this town to go on vacation or to visit your family in some other community, ask yourself, what do I like about where my mom and dad live or my or my sister lives or, or even where you're going on vacation? You know, I was in, um, for example, I was in in Rhode Island a few years back. And, and if you drive through Providence, Rhode Island, um, which is right on the coast and it's a you know, really in a, it's not a cheap place to live. Um, but they've done a, a, an, admirable, an admirable job of preserving a lot of their green space there. And so I, it, my only challenge to all of us as, as citizens here is to just don't, don't take things for granted. Ask yourself, what, 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 what do you like? And, and then what, and what makes sense both aesthetically and financially?
0: Well, and to your point about the green space, if you look at people's pictures on social media or Linda Clark has the calendar of Baldwinsville, 90 percent of the time it's the over the water, it's right. the trees, it's the sunset. It's not going to be, you know, huge right. development. So I think not that we can answer for everybody, but if you pay attention to what gets posted about Baldwinsville, it's usually green space or water. Exactly.
1: Right? And and Exactly. And that's so in, in intuitively we have that that sense of value about those things. And again, I, I, I maybe I'm repeating myself, but I don't want any developer listening to this to say that, oh, Bajrasi against it. No, no. Just do it. Try to find the, 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 the best median or the best place where all of these 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 uh, factors can be can be taken into account. And and let's have our cake and eat it, too, is I guess what I am at. And I think it's possible. I don't think it's an impossible thing.
0: No, I don't think so either. It's just working together and, and having open conversations. And, and somebody may have an idea from left field that you've never talked to, and you just have exactly. in to talk into them at the Beeville Diner. And, you know, you never know where the ideas are going to come from. So open exactly. discussion.
1: You got it. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and fortunately, I think we we have that ability in this town and in, in, in Balwinsville We just, we're comfortable here. We, we we like one another. And that's that's really good.
0: Absolutely. So, well, do you anything else you want to throw out that maybe we didn't talk about? Yeah, well, you about? did a
1: good job of asking the right questions. No, I think you did. I think this was exemplary. I appreciate this. Uh, you know, I, and, I, and I hope when people watch this, they say, hmm, that was an interesting perspective. That's that that would make my day really. Uh, I, I would be happy to, to, to have had that effect on people just to have them say that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, it is from from my standpoint, which, like I said, when you sent me the article, because I did not. I apologize. I didn't see it in the messenger. But when you sent it to me, I thought, yeah, this is definitely just just a different way of talking about it. Right. It's It's been out there. I'm sure you've talked to people in passing, but just. Yeah.
1: Now- I mean, What I tried to sum up there was not just my own personal view. I, what Shelly's talking about is I wrote this vision statement, um, you know, describing what I thought were the attributes of the of, of Baldwin's greater Balbansville, Lysander, in terms of what we value and what's in, in, in all those things. And I, and I put them on paper. It's uh, and I gave them to the planning board who right now i'm so excited they're in the middle of this uh finalizing what they call the comprehensive land use plan uh, um which is clup for short short and you know i i I wanted uh, yes i wanted to influence their thinking um again not bob's way or the highway no 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 it's just you know used as as just an opportunity to consider some of these other things
0: yeah, keep keeping the green space. So well, thank you very much for coming coming on and talking with me this morning. Oh, I'm you're busy like right. everybody I'm else. I'm
1: so glad you do this. It's so important for our community. I appreciate it.
0: Sure. And it's fun. Can you tell I have fun? Yes,
1: you're having fun. That's good.
0: <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you again. All right.